Hey everybody, Ashton here. Welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. I hope you and yours are doing well. It is, uh, it's springtime in Texas, and, you know, Earth is just doing its thing right now. I, you know I'm a sucker for autumn, um, but when spring comes around, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's why we had to shed some things. Uh, to, to see this. Colors everywhere. Birds singing their song. Cool spring breeze. It's just, I love it. I love it. Um, but you got me today, so uh, welcome back. Uh, yours truly. And um, today's conversation, we won't be long, um, but I wanted to share with you some ideas around change and making decisions as we approach change in our lives. One thing I've found with the individuals that I've coached through all different seasons of their lives, um, these are people that uh, uh, are, some are, some are younger, some are in their 20s, some are in their 30s, some are in their 40s, some are in their 50s, 60s, um, always uh, uh, leaning into what's next. And, and the thing that I've found that has been consistent with everyone that I've had the absolute privilege and honor to walk uh, around in their story a bit with them is that they're all leaning into what's next. And, and the thing that I've found is that they all have the answers within them when I, when I have these conversations with them. It's not that I'm bringing... Uh, uh, data into the world um, that they've never heard before. R- really, it's there. We're typically always a few questions away from giving us the uh, the peace um, and you know really the courage and the heart to move forward into uh, whatever is next. And so I think that any time um, spring is in the air, uh, th- there's something. There's something like deep within us that you've heard the term spring cleaning before. There's something in the air that's like this refreshing idea of, hey, let's go further. Hey, there's there's a little more beauty around the corner. There's uh, there's a little more to unpack in this life. There's there's a there's some capacity within you that needs to grow, so you can hold more of your next moments. And so I just thought today, real fast, um, if you are approaching change or deciphering some steps that you need to take in life or wondering about what's next for you in your life, career, relationships, friendships, um, whatever, uh, I've written down seven questions. And these are questions that I've randomly I've just been gathering them over the last 10 years, and some of them make more sense in some seasons. Uh, Some of them make more sense in certain situations, Um, but my senses are that uh, one of these maybe could be a gift to you today and uh, could allow you some spaciousness um, and eventually get, get you into some freedom so you can make uh, a decision that feels right for you and that can lead you down the path of more love, more peace, more patience, more kindness, um, more goodness, more gentleness, more faithfulness, 
uh, more beauty, more wonder, more awe, all the things we want, right? So, you ready? Let's go. Here we go. Um, When we approach change, I think rather than demanding, is this the right step or not? See, we we love certitude. We love Excel spreadsheets. We love E equals MC squared. We love... I don't know any other formulas. That's all I got. Algebra was a long time ago. Um, we, we love Googling and getting our answer. But how much of your life, um, A, is Googleable, uh, and B, um, how boring would that be if all you had to do was, with your thumbs, type in a question, and something would send you an answer, and you would say, great, that works for me. Um, that's not really what we want. As much as we, as much as we want and demand certainty, and there's a place for that, no doubt. Um, we we like a little whimsy in our days. We like a little bit of uncertainty. You don't go to the movies. You don't read a book, and already know what's happening in the next page and, and pay for that. You 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 buy a book that's just a page turner because you just wonder what's on the next page. You you go to the movie because you go I got I got to know what's happening here, um, I got to lean into this. I wonder what's next. The same thing goes for our lives. So these are questions to cultivate curiosity. These are questions to um, really uh, g- give you that spacious freedom, so that you can lean into a decision uh, in a posture that is peaceful. Um, and that believes that big love has your back and that knows that no matter what step you take, life, relationship, career, um, there's always another step you can take after that and another one after that. And we never have this thing figured out. I think I wrote a poem not long ago that was something along the lines of, uh, I think I'll just keep looking and hope that I never find it all. It's like a one-sentence poem, but um, that's, that's what we want. That's what we long for. That's the spirit um, soars with that type of verbiage. But it, 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 doesn't really, it, it doesn't really like you do this, then you do that, then you do that. The soul wants to go chart its own path and its own map. So, some questions. Here we go. Question number one. If you are approaching change this season, currently, just ask this, is this working? (laughs) Is this working? So this is, uh, here we are getting to uh, step one of awareness. And I think that, uh, and this this really sneaks in uh, for those of you that are parents and you're raising kids, um, because you just get going a thousand miles an hour and you really, you honestly, until it's about 1030 at night and you turn on Jimmy Fallon, you do not have a lot of space to be bird's eye above yourself to even say, hey, is, is this working? Is this worth it? Um, here's, here's what this question is really asking. Am I forcing things here? Or am I stepping into the flow 
and allowing possibility to take me somewhere. So when we ask the question, hey, is this working? Maybe it's your job. Maybe you're in sales. Um, and uh, maybe maybe you've been frustrated recently that um, your, your efforts, uh, you haven't seen fruit from the labor. Uh, you haven't seen uh, anything bloom from the seeds that you've sown. Um, my question would be to you, uh, are you stepping into how things are? Or are you forcing the world to become that which you think it is? The same, same thing can go for our relationships. Same thing can go uh, for life itself. When we go against universal laws, we will be frustrated. So for instance, if there's a relationship that you want to cultivate. We use these farming words, right? Cultivate, cultivation. Um, and yet you just tell yourself, I'm not, I'm just not connected to that person. I don't know. They're different. I, they're, they're not like, we used to be friends, but we're not anymore. My question to you would be, um, are you just trying to force connection in short spurts or are you investing time in sowing seeds of contribution, sowing seeds of uh, friendship, sowing seeds of uh, uh, relationship, and in that, reaping the friendship that you want down the road. Or in business, if you're frustrated right now in some time, let's say, you know, let's make, move it back to sales again. If you're frustrated in sales, my question to you is, if you looked back over your last six months, would you have been doing the things that would make you successful today? Or are you just running around town today trying to force some few things to be successful in real time? So the first question we just have to ask when we approach change is, what's working and what's not working? Um, is this sustainable? Is, uh, it, as, as much as um, we want a little bit of uncertainty in life, we also need a scoop of predictability, right? We, we, it's kind of good to know um, there is a little money in the account for tomorrow. Uh, I, I, that person is going to be there for me. Uh, I'm going to be there for that person. I got your back. You've got my back. That that There is an element of predictability that, that is necessary. And so my question for you as you approach change is, first ask the question, whatever you're longing to change, whatever you're sensing needs to change, get bird's eye above yourself and ask, is this working? And what's not working? Really simple, really simple, but that's a great place to start. Second question. Am I trying to use my life or am I allowing life to use me? Now, this is Parker J. Palmer 101, uh, and I think he phrases it more along the lines of, before I can tell my life what I want to do, I first need to listen to for what my life is trying to tell me, something along those lines. Um, am I using my life or am I allowing it to use me? I learned this the hard way in my 20s. Um, build it, scale. A winner never quits, a quitter never wins. Go, 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 build, build, bigger, better, more, always, all of those things, right? At the end of the day, um, I was, 
I was using my life to be something that it was never meant to be. Um, but when, when I learned uh, the posture of allowing, the, which, which really is a posture of availability, am, am I available to the little nudges that come along, to the little hints I receive of, yeah, 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 go there. Yeah, the back door's open. Go check that out. Oh, that's interesting. That's a new random acquaintance. That's, hmm, maybe that's a book I should pick up. Uh, all of these things where flow, uh, uh, stepping into the flow of life is there, um, is really, really difficult. Because here's the thing, we are not, we are not taught this. We are taught, go, go be self-made. Go become, go, uh, Go make yourself. <laughs> go, go build it. Go scale, uh, which is fine. That there, there's a place for that. Um, the the problem most of the time creeps in when you scale it, you build it, and and then you ask yourself, is is this all there is? Um, so there's this fine line we have to walk of taking responsibility having some duty, having some obligation with our life, but also a little bit of a posture that, that knows the, the river's moving, and I'm not the one moving the river. I, I just need to step into it. I, I just need to, maybe I just need to make a boat and put it in the river and see where we go. Am I trying to use my life, or is my life trying to use me. Next question, question number three. Can I move into this next space with enjoyment, enthusiasm, or acceptance? This is Eckhart Tolle 101. Eckhart Tolle basically says this, you will create suffering, i.e. pain, frustration, aggravation, discontent, anxiety, angst, uh, all of those things. So uh, everything we just labeled there, suffering, pain, frustration, angst, anxiety, challenge, difficult. You, you, you will create this for yourself. If you cannot participate in your moments, in your soul space, and with the relationships you've been entrusted with one of these three, enjoyment, enthusiasm, or acceptance. So just think about that for a second. And enjoyment, enthusiasm, those are pretty easy, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'll enjoy that. And you go and you enjoy that. Uh, and, and, and you didn't experience any of those negative things. Uh, enthusiasm, yes, this excites me. I would like doing this. Um, therefore, you're probably going to move in the state of flow if you can do that. But the hardest one is acceptance. And with our decisions, we always have to be okay with what that is going to create in our lives. If I say yes to this, can I accept the 99 things I must say no to? Acceptance is hard. Acceptance is so hard. I think these three, the, the first two are easy. Enjoyment and enthusiasm. We're, we're, we, like humans just naturally move towards those things. What we don't naturally move forward towards um, is acceptance. 
And so as you approach change, will you ask yourself, can I move into this next season with one of these three, enjoyment, enthusiasm, or acceptance? My senses are, for those of us listening today, it's the third one that often sneaks up on us and we forget. Because if you find yourself in a moment, if you find yourself in a new way of being in the world, if you find yourself uh, in a new group, new office, new um, whatever, new geography, you've, you've moved, you were in San Diego and now you're in Santa Fe, like whatever it is, um, can you accept that? And if you cannot... Can you engage it with some sort of enthusiasm or enjoyment? And if you can't, a survey says, don't go forward. <laughs> don't, that, that may not be some change you want to move into. So those three, I repeat, enjoyment, enthusiasm, acceptance. Can you move into this next space with one of those? Question number four. Is this science that's making a decision? Or is this art that's making a decision? Now, I think we've had this conversation here before, and um, since we believe that we are not um, uh, 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 humans having a spiritual experience, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, I, I tend to lean on the side of, a life that's 51% art and 49% science is pretty salty. Like that's a pretty, that's a pretty interesting way to go about things because uh, uh, beauty, beauty will save the world. Beauty, beauty is, uh, uh, let's phrase this a different way. Everything that makes money doesn't always make meaning. There it is. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Everything that makes money doesn't always make meaning. Now, it's 2019. There are things that we have today that we didn't have 200, 500, 1,000 years ago. Uh, Roth IRAs, HSAs, college tuition, a mortgage, uh, health insurance, uh, a grocery store, a vehicle. All of the, Listen, there is, you cannot let go of the science in your life. There's just some things that, that you, you got to have in place and, and, and that very well may belong on the Excel spreadsheet. But so much of the base note of just angst or subtle frustration or I just, I, I don't know why I, I got the job. I got the marriage. I got the, I got the, I fill in the blank. I got it. And then there's this base note that's like, something isn't right here. Chances are it's coming back to meaning. It's coming back to a sense of wonder. It's coming back to a sense of awe. What we thought we wanted was to be successful. Then the soul shows up and goes, um, hey, what's, what's it like to be human? Who do you love? What do you currently love? What's keeping you curious? What's something new you're learning? What's something that you're learning to let go of that's no longer serving you? You, you see, science would say, no, no, just bring it all. It, that, that helps me. I need that. I'm going to keep doing that. Um, art, 
decisions via art sometimes are just asking different questions. So question four, is this science making a decision? Or is art making some decision here? And I don't know which way to tell you to go in that. Um, I think sometimes the artist, me included, we sometimes forget about the science, and that's not okay. We, we, gotta, we gotta use both sides of the brain here. It's both and. Um, but my senses are, give, give meaning just a hair more than the science. Give, uh, get, give the, ask the heart one more question than you ask the mind. There it is. Ask your heart one more question than you ask your mind. And I think what you will find there is that there is the place uh, where possibility, um, rest, renewal, and peace really, really, really start to well up. Fifth question. Can I, in this new space, in this new season, can I learn to love a new discipline? Or will I fall victim to pursuing pleasure? So let's repeat that again. Can I learn to love a new discipline? Or will I fall victim to pursuing pleasure? Now, if you've studied <clears throat> the Tony Robbins of the world and all these guys uh, off of that same vein, they, they, they always re, uh, kind of revolve a lot of their talks around, look, we either move towards pain or we move towards pleasure. Um, one of the things that I've found is when we move into a new world, uh, let's say it's a new job, let's say it's a new, um, yeah, let's just go job. Uh, when you move into a new job, a new role, a new industry, um, there are just a few things, typically, there, there's so very few things that actually are what you need to be doing. But if you, if you look from the outside looking in, you may think, oh, there's a hundred things that I need to be doing in this new path. And again, I always show up here uh, bringing a lot of this verbiage and thought process around uh, sales, real estate, and things like that. Um, so forgive me. But at the end of the day, um, no matter what sales position you're in or whatever role you're in in a business, I, I really think there's so few things that actually lead to you being successful. So if you have a manager, a quote-unquote boss, I don't like that word, uh, a leader, some, somebody that's been in the game a little bit longer than you, and you go to them and you go, hey, can you tell me the three things I should do every day? A couple things are going to happen. A their mind's going to be a little bit blown because they're going to see some focus from you. B, they're going to have a chance to go, hmm, what should that role be doing every single day? Not the hundred, right? This is the conversation of essentialism. Uh, what are the few things you should be doing every day? And when you learn those, the question this question is asking is, can you fall in love with those things? Can you learn to, you ready for this, enjoy, have some enthusiasm, and accept that those three things are the three, three things you should be doing every single day in this new role? If you can't, guess what we have on our hands? Suffering, frustration, aggravation, and probably the worst, regret. So if you are entertaining a new space uh, and you're thinking about making change, 
ask yourself, am I willing to fall in love with some new disciplines? This is why I always ask people on the podcast um, about morning rituals and things that they, tell me what you do every single day because we make our decisions and eventually our decisions make us. If you see someone, if you know some, if you see, if there's a gal that you know and you go, what she has, I want, go ask her about her three things. She may not even know them, but you could say, can you tell me the most three, the three most important things you do every single day? And if she can give you those, you will be on your path to obtaining that which she has that you see in her that you want for you and your life, your business, your relationships, whatever. I like that one. That's a, that's a good question. That's a fun question. Question number six. Oh, and, and by the way, I had a little side note under my writing here on this. On that last question of can I fall in love with a new discipline or will I fall victim to pursuing pleasure, that whole conversation is am I willing to play the long game here? Am I willing to play the long game? Am, am I willing to fire up the smoker and have a meal that takes all day to prepare? Or am I just going to put Easy Mac in the microwave? <laughs> am I going to smoke a brisket for 24 hours in this new career space? Or am I quickly, seven days in, going to say, someone hand me the Easy Mac? There you go. Question number six. Uh, this is a good one. Am I following the herd? Or am I following my path? Now, the reason why this question needs to be asked is because um, it's probably embarrassing how many minutes, hours, a day uh, a lot of us have in the realm of Instagram, online news, Netflix, television shows, whatever. All the while, a lot of times we have herd mentality going here. And listen, I'm all for beautiful movements. I'm all for beautiful groups uh, doing things. I'm all for, as Seth Godin says, defining uh, a tribe, joining a tribe, leading a tribe. I get that. I love it. Um, but some of the loneliest people that I've met are those that just went with the herd and then after a while, they started asking themselves, um, this isn't what I want. This isn't what I bargained for. This, this, this isn't promising what it promised. Um, and what they didn't do is they didn't take that time and space to open the soul, to listen, to hear that which was happening within their chest and move from that place there. They they kind of they kind of looked at themselves from the outside looking in rather than giving themselves the chance to look out from within themselves and out into the world and make their decisions from that space. I'm all for movements. I'm all for you leading and joining a tribe that you believe in that is doing good and necessary work in the world. Something that you can be excited about. Something that you love and enjoy. Um, but there's both and, right? Don't forget to nurture. Don't, don't forget to nurture the seat of your soul. Don't forget to nurture that heartbeat that's only happened in you before. 
um, people have often said, I think Bell's often said that um, no one's ever tried you before. What a, what a perfect statement here. Nobody's ever tried you before. And since they haven't tried you, please, please find the courage and the bravery to try yourself on and share with us what you're finding for what it means to be human. And lastly, question number seven. In this new space, in this new season, in this area where I feel like something needs to change, am I willing to let go of something so that I can behold that which is next? Am I willing to let go of something so that I can behold that which is next? We can't have it all. As much as we want to, there's 1,440 minutes in every single day. If you sleep eight hours a night, you are now below 1,000 minutes in every day. And most of us today, when we woke up, we probably said, I've got 1,000 things I have to do today, and yet there isn't even 1,000 minutes. We, we can't have it all. And what I'm finding is people that are loving people, grounded, centered, um, moving towards their passion and their purpose in life. Uh, for, let's, let's phrase that a little bit differently. People that I see that are expanding in beautiful ways, and that doesn't always mean financial. People that are expanding and growing and growing their capacity. Um, it's addition by subtraction. They know that in order to get to the next season in life, there are some things that have served them, and there are some things that have not served them very well. And a lot of times, especially with our beliefs and our ideals, it is so, so hard to let go of some of these things, some of these um, uh, minimizing beliefs, some of these things that maybe someone told us when we were eight years old uh, that we've just never been able to get out of our head. Uh, can, can you let go of that? to behold that which is next? Are there some habits and routines that aren't serving you? Is there a little too much Netflix in your world? Um, is, there a, uh, uh, is, is there a food group that's uh, a little more than should be there, right? Uh, are, we, are, we, are we taking one too many Red Bulls? Are we having one too many brown waters in the evening? You following me here? Um, is there something that uh, is keeping you? Is there, is there something that's weighing you down? And we've had this chat before, and it always happens every spring. The pattern of everything is that in order for something to become anew, for something to be resurrected, something has to be let go of. Something has to be surrendered. Something has to die. Unless the grain of wheat dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it will bear much fruit. So, I invite you to the table of these seven questions. I, uh, I offer them to you, and I admit there's a million more questions <laughs> we could ask. But these seven I think they ground us. I think they center us. I think they mute the voices around us. 
and allow us to hear um, what love is speaking within our chest, the sound of our true selves, and the direction that love would lead us. It's always for you. It's always with you. It's always ahead of you. It's always pushing behind you, and it's always around you, and it's always next to you, and it's always for you. Life, love, and light, they are happening for you. May you ask these questions with curiosity, with bravery, and with courage, and wherever they lead you. Don't forget to pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be love. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe right there on your phone. That's probably where you're listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed this, would you mind leaving us a review? One of the things that we're wanting to do is get this information out to as many people as we can. And we are finding that uh, when people leave good, true, and beautiful reviews, uh, that helps us get this information out more and more to people all across the world. I do not take it lightly. Uh, that you invite me to ride shotgun with you in your car. Uh, You allow these conversations to be a part of your jogs. You allow these conversations to be a part of the communities and families and businesses that you've been entrusted. Uh, I do not take that lightly at all, and I am thrilled uh, that you have joined us here at this table, at this conversation. There's always a seat left. There's always room for more, uh, and we are just so grateful for you guys joining us here at Good, True, and Beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be love. Thank you.